Welcome to the Trav Says Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron. Welcome to this week's show. Last week, we took a break because we were in a cabin in Georgia. The According to some people I work with, I'm not allowed to say the Georgia Mountains because they're from the West Coast and they were very offended. Oh my gosh. I've never met a mountain snob in my life. And shout out, Michael, we love you. But like... <laughs> I didn't even know that existed, but he Total was so snob. offended. Mm-hmm. We do not. We call them Georgia Hills. We yes. never refer to them as mountains again, ever. Yeah. I was like, I'm all about West Coast mountains and Colorado, but I totally appreciate that. He was snob against Colorado mountains, Oh, yeah. Too. Oh, when he snubbed Colorado, I was yeah. like, boo, I ain't even going to mess with your ass right now. I, yeah. ain't going, I ain't going there. Yeah. So anyway. But I'll take the the hills an hour outside of Atlanta. <sighs> it any was so day. nice. It was so nice. We were on a lake. I got to go in the lake. We'll talk about that oh in God. a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a really good week off. We're back back in the uh, the normalcy, um, out of the quiet, out of the mountains, back in the city, back to work. Uh, yeah, we are we're back at it. And so this week we really wanted to, uh, we've been having a lot of talks ourselves just about social media and the highlight reels and keeping things real and being transparent, but being afraid to share your well, struggles yeah. and like all these different things that we've been having conversations around. And we've also been having conversations with other people like in the community. And so we really wanted to talk about that on this episode because I think it's a really important conversation because social media pretty much consumes the majority of our lives. Like if you have an iPhone, like uh, social media plays a role in your life in some way. A smartphone in general. Right. And I have a lot of opinions and a lot of feels and so does, so do you. And so we thought let's, let's break this open. Let's talk about it. And also we're going to share some uh, like, tea i guess from our time in the woods yeah so but but first but but first but be first but before we get into the episode we are kim and aaron as we said we are healthcare travelers we've been traveling the united states taking healthcare contracts all around for the last almost 10 years now um we also like to take a lot of time off in between traveling because that is what travel healthcare provides uh, the freedom to do what you want in between your contracts. And so we take a lot of time to travel the world. We are entrepreneurs and the creators of the Travses brand and backpacks, which is amazing. We do adventure trips and we have backpacks that are available on Amazon that are all the shiz. So I don't want to get into the actual backpack because we do that all the time. But go check it out on Amazon. It is available for sale right now. And I am telling you all of the healthcare traveling stuff because... This week, starting on Thursday, is it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday the 24th, we are going to be doing a mini launch of our online course, Traveler School, for healthcare travelers or people that are looking to get into travel healthcare. This is a one-stop shop for all travelers. It is literally must-do, in my opinion, like curriculum for healthcare travelers. We provide everything that you need to know to get started to be successful throughout your contract and to be successful throughout the years of healthcare traveling by giving you all the resources you needed for interviews and how to get, how we get paid as travelers, um, how to find the right companies, how to you know land the jobs, how to maneuver through contracts, how to negotiate contracts. All of that is in one place for you 
And we will be doing that mini launch on Thursday the 24th. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G because that's where we'll, we will be announcing the mini launch and we'll be offering a discount code for the weekend for the course. So if it's something that you've been thinking about, this weekend is a great time to jump on in. So with that, make sure to follow us on Instagram for the deets and let's get into the episode. Let's do it. Okay, so where do you want to where do you want to start the smorgasbord of topics that are fiery? Well, uh, it's really just one topic, but do because we're speak for yourself. I'm still fiery about falling in the lake. Okay, should we start with our trip? Yeah, let's start with our trip. Okay, let's let's start with a banger. So. We decided that okay. Well, so, the breakdown uh, episode. I was literally just okay. about to say that. Just making sure. Just making sure. So, we if you haven't listened to the breakdown episode, it was two weeks ago, and so you can go back and listen to that. So, without getting into all the details, Aaron basically had a breakdown, <laughs> <laughs> and which led to like. A lot of conversation and a lot of, like we said, breakthroughs that came up and realizing we really needed to take a step back to have like a mini escape and just like be without agenda, without a list of things to do out of like our element, you know, like out of like the normal routine in our apartment and just be in the woods, be quiet and just have some space to like do whatever we wanted to do. Which actually ended up feeling very weird. Was, I'm like, we're sickos. Like, I was waiting for you because I was like, I didn't know if you were going to get into that, but I did want to say that was one of the hardest things. Literally, I was so excited to do it. I got there. I, you know, sat on the swing that was there. I listened to a book. I was like starting to feel a little bit more inspired. And the minute I start to feel inspired, I start to get ideas. And then I get ideas and I want to pull out my computer. And then I want to start working on things because. That is truly what we love to do. So, you know, but there is an end. Like, if we're in the apartment, we're going to work. That's just what we do, right? So you, even though we're trying to sit here and cuddle and watch a show, we're still kind of like, so um, <laughs> what's your plan for tomorrow? And yeah. what do you want to get done? And so, like, we just wanted to totally eliminate all possibilities of that and just really embrace where we were, not have an agenda from the time that we woke up and just be. But the funny part about it is like we ha- we were like having that internal battle <laughs> of you're like I want to open my computer. I want to open my computer and they're like no I can't. I'm supposed to just be listening to a book and I'm supposed to just be like sitting with my feelings. So it's like but you're like but I really want to open it. But I and it was almost like have we like gotten like we just don't know how to actually relax like you know, because we are very creative and we're always thinking about things and we like talking about things, but then we're like, no, we should just be sitting here. And I think it just took a day to kind of eat. Mm-hmm. You're there for three days because after that first like full day, like I got really good at just like sitting yeah. in the hot tub yeah. <laughs> and like looking out into the lake and just chilling by the fire. We had a real on Valentine's Day, like we had. A really fun night of like listening to old music mm-hmm. and drinking tequila and chilling in the hot tub under the moon. Licking fondue off our fingers. Oh, I thought you were going to say something <laughs> fresh. I popped Aaron's uh, hot tub cherry. Yeah. 
first time for everything. <laughs> and like we just had a great time. And so we like eased into it. But it was. It was almost like I'm so used to being like, okay, what's the plan? Um, okay, so when you get home, this is what we're doing. And then blah, blah, blah. Like we always kind of had that plan. And so I almost found myself like peeking around the corner looking at Aaron like, what's the plan? Yeah. He's like, there is no plan. Get the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of here. And I'm like, what? I don't know what to do. Well, so and of course, my funny. first my first little moment, I start like five minutes, nine minutes into a podcast. And I'm like really loving the podcast. And I go walking inside and I was like, hey, so do you want to listen to a podcast? I think it could really spark some creative ideas. And like you went, you fell right into my web. I did. And we listened to the podcast and then we had conversation. But then we just let it go. And I think like what I do want to say is, is, Kim and I aren't one of those people that can't detach from like social media or TV mm, or stuff like that. We can detach very easily from that. What we cannot detach from, because we are currently building a business, it is brand spanking new and it takes a lot of work. I mean, we're, in, we're always reworking things, trying to make things better, touching things up, adding new things to it. And so there's always conversations to be had, especially in this moment of building. Yeah. And so that's what we're saying, like, we can't detach from. I literally have no issue getting off social media. Hell that I no. will say that we are very good at that. Like, I, well, I guess I can only speak for myself because I don't yeah, know I'm, what you do in the fort under the covers. But, like... <laughs> I'm not on social. But I am so good. Like, I did post a couple stories. And, you know, when I poop, like, I always like to watch, like, Instagram stories. It's just, like, my thing. Like, that's, like, my time I can watch, like, an, a good Instagram story. But other than that, like, I am totally okay. I don't get back to anybody. I don't, like, think about anything. And I can just turn my phone over and just let it ride. I, I loved that part. Well, we're diving into what we want to talk about already. So let's stay on the, uh, the mountain. Okay. So basically, we went to the cabin to have this nice, relaxing this time. This cabin was gorgeous, by the way. It was three stories. Yeah. So the... The we had guidelines for the cabin, okay, because there was actually so many that it was almost became overwhelming. Where we were having like decision, like overwhelming. Over, yeah, uh-huh. we were like, I can't do stress. I don't yeah. even know, like, because there were so many. We're like, how do we know which is going to be like the perfect cabin? Mm-hmm. So the guidelines were we had to have a swing uh-huh. because that's Aaron's like special place where he goes and like that's his that's his thing. It's my zenden, but that was an epic fail. So, well, yeah, the swing ended up, like, not being the, the vibe. I'm also, well, a, let me stick I'm to also the guidelines. a swing no, a snob Yeah. as well, so good. Yeah, so it just didn't meet your standards, basically, right. but you still had a swing. Yeah, I did. And then, okay, so we had to have a swing, we had to have a hot tub, and then what was the other thing? A fire pit. A fire pit. So those are, like, the three things. And so this And it ca- had to be a cabin, like, log cabin. Yeah, Ave. Yeah, I wanted the smell of the log cabin. Oh my god, it was like so log cabiny. It was ridiculous, oh, yeah. and it had all the things. It was on a lake, which we'll get to, and it was just very peaceful and very zen. Like there were two other cabins on the side of us, but they were you Empty. had well, there was nobody there. But even if there was, like it was far enough away that you still like we could like be down listening to music by the fire and like i wasn't worried about anybody else like we just haven't had that in a long time because we always live in an apartment so i'm like we can just walk around like naked out here and like get into the hot tub with like what like there's not anybody peeking around which maybe there was but i didn't know the place had to have a grill too oh and a grill 
We basically grilled the whole time, which was so nice because, like, I cook everything pretty much at home. Mm -hmm. And so you took over all the cooking duties. Oh, and then there was a gong, which was, was, like, a really vibey moment and very unexpected. Mm -hmm. So I've been, like, really into, like, Tibetan gong. We always have. I know, but every morning, this has just been, like, a new thing, like, for the last two weeks. Every morning during my meditation... I've been listening to this Tibetan gong. It's like a a positive energy, like negative energy healing thing. Like, so I've been really into like this gong. And then like there was one and then you just started playing it. And Mm -hmm. it was like the best thing in the world. Yeah, it's like a sound bath. Like look up sound baths if you've never heard of it before. It is literally the most amazing thing ever because we're all made of water. And the sound of the gong actually stimulates the water molecules inside of us. And like just total stress relaxer like you can sleep like a baby um it's like a whole thing i didn't know that i didn't know that's why you had i knew i had a reaction to it but i didn't realize that was why yeah you're so smart right the gong dong okay gong dong Aaron was like playing the gong with his dong (laughs) okay the dongle the dongle Mm -hmm. i don't know what that is okay So anyways, we had this great weekend and then on our last day we were like, okay, let's go canoeing. Well, they had canoes and paddle boards out on this lake and there was nobody there. There was only like one person that we saw that was on any of the cabins around the lake. (laughs) What? I was just thinking about the, the idling car outside. I forgot about that. Okay, so we'll get to that. Oh my god. So we uh so we're like, let's go canoeing. Now mind you again, we're in the Georgia Hills. It's absolutely <laughs> freezing. The lake is cold. Like it's cold. Like we're wearing layers and layers of clothes. Yeah, I have on my brand new Patagonia, like nice, like warm jacket. I have sweatpants on, phone. Oh my god. This is like this Your is gonna, Under Armour. Under Armour. This is gonna turn into like an iPhone commercial as well. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it fell in the hot tub, too. Yeah. Jeez, that phone went through it this yeah. weekend. Uh, and I will say that Under Armour should be a sponsor of this podcast, if you're listening, because the Under Armour 4.0s, the thermal, the shirt, and the pants are, like, the best thing. Like, we wear them under everything, like, when it's cold outside, and it's, like, all you need. Well, I can tell you one thing, too, which is awesome, is Kim and I bought those nine years ago here. I did. Mine. I bought my pair. Here in Atlanta, when we were going to Wisconsin in our first contract, that, that pair is still hanging in the closet. It is what I wear all the time. It has never faltered, never ripped, and still keeps me warm. And it's like a base layer. So like I can wear my normal clothing in very cold weather and feel comfortable yeah, with a am- jacket. It's I mean, amazing. It's expensive, but it's lasted me nine years. Right. So Worth I mean, it. yeah. Okay. You're welcome, Under Armour. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So we go out in the canoe and first of all, the thing was like a thousand pounds. Like <laughs> I don't know what was happening, why it was so heavy, but that was one of the problems. So Dave. It was not the problem. Me. Excuse me, I'm telling you. Am I going to let you tell this story? story. Okay. Well, no, I wanted to tell the beginning part. And so we're just, or we're canoeing the pups with us. We're having, or Mimi the pup and Mr. Pup. And it was actually, it was a small lake. It was really enjoyable. It was beautiful. Like, I felt like I was like killing it. I was just like rowing like my (laughs) ass off. I feel like I, I was like starboard side. Which is what side? 
I believe it's left. <laughs> I don't think and so. And I think port's right. Yeah. A little boat talk. But like we were feeling it is my point. We were yeah. in the boat vibe. Okay. It was nice. We had some tunes playing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. What? I, thank God that thing's waterproof too. I know. So we go to land to shore. Mm-hmm. It's time to dock. Basically. Time to dismount. Dismount. And I told Aaron we were coming in hot. I could feel it. We were in the rip current and we were like going, we were coming and going like 90. <laughs> but again, I told her that's the point. We want to okay. come in at an angle, right. get enough speed that we go up on land so I don't get you wet and you don't have to walk through the murky, cold lake in your boots. In my snow boots. Right. So you would be able to step right up on land because we had enough momentum to just bring the boat up on the like tip of the land. Yeah. That was the point. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, for sure. Okay, so, so we make it. I we, get off. And were you? did you get wet? No. No, you got right out on land. No, it was a good plan. It just wasn't executed well. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, now I'm sitting in the back, and I told Kim just to kind of stabilize the canoe, the front of the canoe, onto land, so that way I could climb through the front and get off on land and then bring the boat up, and then we could get Mimi out. That was like the whole plan. So Kim decides that she wants to try to be she-woman and lift this thousand-pound boat with me in it and Mimi onto shore. And so she's pulling and pulling, and I start to notice she's pulling it, but then tipping it to the right. And I'm in the very, very back. I'm not standing up. I'm yelling, stop, stop, stop. And she just keeps pulling harder and harder and harder. And the next thing you know, is like slow motion. I'm going head over heels into this, like, I went head first into this murky lake, freezing cold. It's just muck everywhere. And I've got all my clothes on, my phone's in my pocket, like, everything. Well, and it was, like, the from my perspective, so, like, that's yours. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, mine, I'm, like, freaking, like, a wolverine. Or, like, what are those people called? <laughs> that my Vikings, my family is in a, my mom's They're family. not. Mine is, actually. No. We realized that on but, like, my, my DNA match. But my mom told me, so it's true. Uh, okay. So, I, like, tapped into, like, my Viking blood, basically. And I was trying to pull the boat ashore... To help him get off and not get wet. And so I'm like pulling it. And it's like all happening in slow motion. Where I'm like pulling the bow. And like I'm like looking. And like I see Aaron's like mouth like moving. But I can't like hear like what he's saying. And it's like I can see it tipping. But it's also like I couldn't stop from like pulling it. And like I was watching you. And it was happening so slow. But like very quickly that I knew you were about to go in. But I didn't. I couldn't stop it. And so I just saw you like scream. But you realized all you had to do was let go of the boat. No, but it, it wasn't like that because it was happening so fast. <laughs> but you just said it was happening so slow. But it, it was felt like it was like in slow motion. I could yeah. feel like it was happening, but it also happened like within a couple of seconds, right? Yeah. But it felt like it was slow. And I was like trying to bring the boat ashore for, for you. Like mm-hmm. I was trying to save your life basically. Okay. And Mimi... And it just completely backfired. So Aaron fall, like flies into the water. Mimi basically gets soaking wet because the well, she water... like ricocheted against the side of the boat. And then when the when I fell out, the boat recorrected. So then she slammed against the other side. 
Yeah. The poor thing boat. was traumatized. The boat filled with water. Aaron, like, gets up from the water, like, screaming. I'm now <laughs> terrified. I'm literally just, like, what, staring at you? I don't think yeah. I said anything. No. I was just like... <gasps> Her mouth is wide open. Like, sorry. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like... I still got my oar in my hand. Oh, my God. That yeah. was so bad. And then the boat was filled with so much water yeah. so it was even like heavier so we're like trying to get it on land like but i mean it obviously oh wasn't that God. bad the only, i mean think about it like that was my only pair of shoes that i had on so those were like soaked the other stuff we could throw in the dryer and wash not a big deal my jacket can't go in the uh wash but it's fine well and what did your perfect wife do for you you did so i literally ran as fast as i could and got up into the jacuzzi and Kim took my clothes. Soaking wet, freezing soaking, cold clothes. Yep, took them up, washed them, and then brought me down a drink and a biscotti to, to say she was sorry. And a warm towel. And a warm towel. And but I, then poor Mimi just sat out in the yard and shook. <laughs> you're like, shake it off. You're <laughs> fine. And I put a snuggle sheet in the dryer so your clothes smelled good. Yep. Okay. You, so you made up for it. Totally, like... totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> yeah, that was not bad. So then, so then the next night, okay... I have no the idea. The next night? It was that night. Oh, it was that night. Yeah. Okay. It was that night. So I go to bed because I'm like so tired because we've been like up partying the <laughs> night before. What? We were up till two in the morning? Yeah. We were just, yeah, just chit-chatting Which, about nothing. I know. It was like old Wasn't times, even business. Babe. It was Actually, like old times. You're right. We didn't even talk about business. No, we were just we were talking. Just talking. Like that's one thing like we, when we first started dating or like we were just friends, like we would always say like, we would just sit and talk to like two, three in the morning about everything and anything. Like, mm-hmm. and so it kind of felt like one of those yeah. nights where we literally, Aaron was like, it's two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I gotta go to bed. So anyways, we were up all night the night before. So I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'm tired. I'm literally sleeping like a little baby lamb. And I'm usually a very light sleeper. Like I hear, oh, well, actually I did wake up once because Aaron originally said he was going to go sit on the swing, which was outside on the second level. So we're in this log cabin. It's three stories. It's really big. There's windows everywhere. So like at night, it's a little spooky. And like we were the only ones out there. We were the only ones out there. The house makes noises. And like we're just used to our tiny little, you know, studio apartment where we can see everything that's going on. So it's a little bit spooky. So I put on all the lights. And I'm laying in bed, like, about to fall asleep, and the light in the room outside of the bedroom goes off. And I'm like, oh, shit, because I knew, I thought you were outside. I'm like, somebody just turned off the light, somebody just turned off the light. So I started, I, like, freaked out. Good for you for popping out there, though. Well, I wasn't just going to wait there for my death. I was at least going to, like, fight for it or, like, scream. Oh, that's how you came out to fight for it? I was going to scream for you. Hey. (laughs) Well, no. I come out. What are you doing? Is literally, like, like, crouched down on the stairs. Staring back up at me. I was not. I went and turned off the light because it was glaring on the TV downstairs. And then the TV shut off. So I thought the light was connected to the Wi-Fi. So I was like, I turned the light back on and I was looking at the TV downstairs and I see this like creepy like troll thing come out of like the well, bedroom. And I saw a creepy troll on the stairs and I didn't even scream, but I was just like, what the hell are you doing? So that You did ask me, like, are you outside? And yeah, because like, no, I was like, I thought outside. you were outside. So that's why I was like, Who, who's in the house turning mm-hmm. on the lights or turning off the lights? So, but then I was so tired. I was like, I'm just going to pass out and go back to sleep. I had zero idea that Mr. Pup was literally up all night with a machete. <laughs> like, basically, okay. 
having a panic attack. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys understand this feeling, but like this doesn't happen often to me, but I something came over me. Like what it was was I was in the kitchen and I was um just kind of wrapping up, turning off all the lights, and I thought I saw something on the porch. You know, your eyes just like it was a tree or something, but the shadow hit like perfectly and so it was like is that somebody like walking like right on the street? And so then my mind started playing tricks on me, right? Like, are people like scouting this area because we're the only ones out here? And like, our Jeep is parked on the main street. So they know like there's somebody in that house or whatever. And so I was like, oh no, like, and they know there's nobody around us. So you can tell my mind is like going. And so I'm like looking outside and I don't see anything. So I'm like, I'm okay. And then as I'm walking up the steps to go to the third floor, I turn and Mimi's down on the first floor. And she didn't have the best weekend. Like, I don't know, something maybe about the house or how big it was. But she was, like, clinging to us. And, like, she didn't look like she was enjoying herself very much. So then I felt bad. Like, she's down here by herself. What if something happens? And, like, now I'm okay. three stories up. So my mind is just totally paying tricks on me. So then I go to the bathroom, to brush my <laughs> teeth, to go to the bathroom before I go to bed. And I see this, like, spotlight shining, like, dead in my eyes. Sorry, we have an alarm going yeah. off. And so, well, this plays into my story. You saw like an idling no. car. So like, I thought it was a I thought it was a headlight of an idling vehicle that was literally parked like right down the street from the house. And I was like, oh my God. They're literally like waiting for all the lights to go off and they're gonna come up and they're acting like they're at the other house. So I'm just freaking out. And of course, <laughs> Kim being on the third floor has the porch door open, which somebody would have had to like repel down. But like in my mind at that time, so I'm laying there contemplating if I'm going to stay awake all night long with this machete in my hands and just wait. Like under the cover. I was seeing like shadows under the door. Like I thought people were walking by. I mean. It's funny how your mind can play tricks on you when you start. Because like why I think this is funny because I'm not making fun of you is like you never get scared. And very rarely it happens. And when you get scared, I freak the freak out Mm -hmm. because you're never I I get spooked easily and then it's like your brain like starts to play mind games with you of like oh I just saw somebody walk like by the door like I saw that light flicker I heard this sound like you can play into that but like when and like you'll be like babe it's completely fine you know whatever but when you're spooked I'm like something is up and then it's like you you heard like (laughs) wouldn't this be funny though like are you gonna tell your story like the like the start of like a chainsaw (laughs) and and then you thought they were gonna come and like because it's a log cabin oh my god babe that could have been like a thrasher oh oh but no what don't tell your no I'm telling just real quick because this is what spooked him it okay, is not what gonna, spooked me. I'm spilling the tea right here, right now. It's not, Because though. we're keeping it okay. real. I wanted to watch my bloody Valentine. <laughs> Thank God we didn't. Oh. Because I always think it's a good idea to watch a spooky movie, but then, like, I always get too scared and cry. Yeah. So Aaron's like, we're not watching Bloody Valentine. I don't even know what that movie's about. It just sounded fun to say. I know it has. it's like a horror movie, whatever. Or I think it is. So I'm like, I could create my own like horror flick (laughs) and so i decided to act it out for Aaron. (laughs) and i was like as soon as you hear a gallop and i would gallop across the wood then you know i'm about to transition into like ghost girl 
And then, so then I demonstrated what Ghost Girl does and, and like how she's going to like haunt him and get into his. So. It wasn't scary. You went to bed thinking about the gallop. Okay. Does that, uh, yeah. I mean, I. You even said. No, I was joking with no, you I because you here's scared. the real shitty part is the fact that what you just said that you get spooked if I'm spooked and you go to another level of spook and then you can't go to sleep because so then therefore like I can't wake you up and tell you what's going on either because then what I could see was I felt like if I would have told you what's going on you would have like been like oh my god like what like let's go check the house or whatever we would have done that and then I would have fallen asleep no problem and you would have been stuck up so I couldn't tell oh, god, you no. so I'm you laying there by myself. So the end result was I realized through laying there for so long, I started to channel what is it that was really making me feel crappy and, and nervous. And it was honestly, I'm just a good dad of a dog. Dog and dad. Dog dad. Dog, dog dad. dad. And it was just about the fact that Mimi was down there by herself. And if something were to happen, she would just be on her own. And I didn't think that was fair because Mimi's not some big you know guard dog like... She's super yeah. friendly and sweet and she would just lay there and sleep and whatever. And so I went downstairs, I grabbed her, I brought her up, I made her a little bed on the floor and she fell asleep by the bed and I fell asleep immediately after. And I had zero idea what was going on until, thank God, because if you would have woken me up, yeah, that would have been mm-hmm. hysterics. And I woke up the next morning like so refreshed and so like at the best sleep of my fucking life and I woke up and like... Mimi sleeping in the corner, which the reason why she doesn't sleep with us is because she snores really loud and I'm a very light sleeper. So right. it just doesn't work. Well, and she so, moves around and rustles around. and So I wake up, Mimi is sleeping on a blanket in the corner and like there's a machete. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened last night? What is going on? And like, that's how I found out. It was a wild night. That was, yeah. Poor pup. Yeah. So we, but okay. it was nice. It was a really nice time. I we actually said we're like we I have a four day weekend coming up. I'm like let's go back. Let's like, go back to our mountain house. Yeah. It was nice. It was really nice being out there. So if you're into the Georgia hills, and there's a lot of cool places. I think too. You know, most of us are like we have a lot going on or like we're wired in a lot of ways. Like whatever you have going on, you work and then you have other things to do and like. I do think that it takes a little bit of time to come down, right? Because, Mm. you know, we, it's like, you want to go and relax and unwind and like lay in a hammock all day and read a book or listen to a pod, whatever, like just have nothing to do. But I do think that it takes a little bit of time to just like unwind from all like the uh, hyper stimulation and all the to do's and all the life things that it takes a minute. Like, at least for me, it was like mm-hmm. this that second day I was like, Ooh, okay, like I got this. I can feel that. But that first day it felt very unnatural just yeah. to be like, What do you you know, what do you want to do? We don't we without being like we have to do anything. It's like what do you want to do? Well, it's also it was like, Whoa, this is cool. But it's also I mean, you can relate to this. It's the same vice versa, right? Because it's a lot harder to jump start back into a routine. Once you've been out of it for a while. That's true. Like, every time we go and, like, travel overseas and then we come back to the United States, it takes us a little bit to get back into the groove. And it feels unnatural. Yeah, so I guess either way you swing it. Right. It takes a little bit. So, like, we only had three days, three nights. And so, 
I wish we would have had a couple more days because by that mm. time, that third day hit boy, I was like, let me lay out in the sun, butt yep. naked, reading a book all day, like happy as a clam. Like I was like feeling it also. I did feel ready to like, I would have liked to have had some kind of like fun, creative brainstorming session. Yeah. Like I was kind of ready to click into that without having a to-do list, but also being like, let's just kind of like. Brainstorm Open up. up. Yeah. yeah. So so a little bit more time would have been. But we also perfect. did realize that Kim has a new hobby and it's uh, swimming while naked. Oh my God. I know. She was so I, excited. I'm like free as a bird. Aaron was like, since when do you like only want to be naked? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, there's just something about being in the water that... I just was, like, feeling myself, you yeah. know? Like, it was just, like, there's nobody around. Like, I can just sit out here and be naked or be topless. And, like, I was feeling it, you yeah, know? you were in it. Like, I only want to be in water naked at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah. I, I mean, that's why... I think you appreciated it. I did. That's why people like skinny dipping and taking baths and... Well, and you brought up a good point. We're also born in water that naked. That was my point. And yeah. I was like, wow, I never thought about it like that before. I'm also a Pisces. So I'm drawn what? to the water. Oh, right. So I feel like we just had that connect. And there's something about the skin on water feel that I was just like in my zone. Yeah. Connected. Yeah. Well, okay. I think, are we going to transition? All right. So is there anything else you want to say about the cabin? No, it was a really good time. I'm glad we did it. Um, I really like the mountain vibe. I mean, it did bring up a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, let's it, not get into that. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's a whole nother yeah. podcast episode. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll just say this. Yes, there's definitely some things that came up that were like... Because, again, like, what do you do? You you sit and you talk and or you're quiet. And when you do that, things come up. And you so, just like, get the feels of, the like, feels, wow. Like, in your feels. Like, this feels good. And why doesn't this feel like other times right and i understand you have to like again if you've been listening to this podcast long enough you know that kim and i are deep thinkers like at, at least i am what and i'm just I, I i obviously know you are i'm the deepest thinker there is what i'm saying is like i don't look at like everything is what it is obviously we were in the mountain house we were typically it was like a vacation you could say so yes you don't feel the same as your normal life but there are some things that you can eliminate that you can say, this isn't any different than my normal life, so what is missing out of my normal life that can relate to this? And so that's what that brought up for me, was just like, I like this vibe. And I think it was all boiling down to the fact that like we've been bouncing around for 10 years and don't have a place of our own, and there was just some beauty about having my own like space. Oh, yeah. You mean not just, like, I'm in the bed and you're on the couch and we're right. staring at each other right. through the door? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, our, 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 our separation is me watching TV in the living room while you read a book. Literally, I'm staring at you. Yeah. No, that, that was amazing. Yeah. Like, I just went down and, like, sat by the lake and had my coffee. And then it's, like, I could go up on the porch and you were downstairs. And it was, like, yeah, it was yeah. really nice to have space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of good conversations. A lot of things. I do think that's one really important reason why to have these kinds of little getaways where it's because I will say too like usually when we go somewhere when we mm. travel for the weekend when we travel anywhere we have an agenda so we know we want to go do this hike we want to go do this hike we want to go eat here we, we want to go check this, this out let's go yeah like there of course anywhere you go 
you want to go and experience that place. Like that's how we travel. That's just who we are as people. And so it's still, you're, you're somewhere new and different, but it's still this go, go, go mentality, even though, hello, like it's fun and amazing and you're having experiences and we love that. But there was something about going to this cabin and being like, we don't give an F about the area. We're not trying to seek out hikes. We're not trying to find a place to eat. We got groceries and we, our plan was to not leave mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. I mean, I had and to go that get, that was fun. I had to go get like a, a fire log because they only had one at the house. And I was like so upset, <laughs> which ended up being nice because I had an idea and I wanted to do for Kim for Valentine's Day. Fondue. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of another funny I story. made a whole homemade fondue for you. And on top of that, check this out. I get this idea the night before, and I'm like, Kim was telling me about making s'mores, because I'm like, let's make s'mores. And she's like, I actually don't like marshmallow. I don't like a lot of marshmallow, and I like my chocolate to just already be melted. And so when she said that, I was like, huh, well, we have a fire, so she could roast like half a marshmallow and then just dip her graham cracker in chocolate, and I'll make like a fondue melted chocolate, but I'll put a lot of cool stuff on there too, like a fondue platter. And I was like, what a cool idea because, I mean, we're in the mountains, we're on vacation, I'm not like, I'm not big, like, we're not gift people on Valentine's Day, never have been. Mm -mm. So we usually do an experience or something like that, something that draws us together. So going to the mountain house was that. Yeah. So I was like, well, how can I spice this up a little bit and make it fun? And so I thought you have to have dessert, which we don't usually eat dessert. One reason, because the horror flick was was thought up due to a sugar coma. (laughs) Yeah. And she was creepy as hell walking around the house like, I've never seen anything like it before. She was all jacked up on chocolate. I get really high off chocolate where I like freak out and turn into like a little demon. And then when I crash, it's like, it's scary. But it's an uncontrollable laughing demon, which makes it's it even crazier. And your eyes are very big and like, you're very, very like, manic. you're very like... Uh, reptilian reptilian yeah. yeah like your hands turn into like trisaurus rex or a tyrannosaurus rex <laughs> yeah you're very and it's creepy like very like, mal oh r.i.p yeah, but you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and very manic and yeah. demonic so yeah, yeah that's where the galloping girl came from yeah. and i think that's what terrorized you yeah i mean night. it was literally i came down from a nap and kim's like basically chocolate all over her face there's like chocolate fingerprints all over the plastic cups and her first comment to me was did you have any dreams about me and then i was like no and she's like why don't you have dreams about me like you're just like no and i'm like bitch like you should be like i had the most loving dream about the most beautiful girl and it was you my galloping princess in the night like who just says no? Like I, I didn't warm me up. Like, okay. <laughs> I but cho- I didn't. I have... had chocolate smeared all yeah. over my face, <laughs> my face and my teeth. But wait, because how did we get to that bowl of chocolate? Because what was funny was that Aaron went to the store to get the log. This is how we got to the story, and and he got the stuff for the fondue. I I didn't know. He kept saying, I want to have a surprise. I knew we were having a fire, but like, whatever. I have a surprise. Don't look in the, don't look in the bags. Yeah. You were so freaking obsessed with me not looking in those bags. And like, <laughs> I'm so intuitive. It's unreal. And I said, um, you know what you actually, said? Actually, it was a joke though. Cause I was like, it wasn't a joke. I said, are you doing fondue? You go, you better not be freaking doing a fondue. No, no, no. That's not what I said. I said, are you doing fondue? Which I was 
joking. I didn't actually really think that you were doing that. And I go, I don't want Bondu. <laughs> Thinking, I didn't know he was actually really doing it. But I said that like as like a joke. Yeah, but then you it, were doing it. It was followed up with like, are you doing a fondue? And then basically, <laughs> before I could even answer, it's like, because I don't want a fondue. Were, I don't want that. But I was like, because I didn't actually think that's what you were doing. And then you were so like, you didn't even want to bring out your surprise. So you kept saying like, oh, I don't know if we should even do this anymore. <laughs> like I had totally deflated your body. Yeah, I had already cut up like strawberries and like, bananas. Like what an asshole I am. And I had like biscuits to dip and I had um so then I knew it was more like things to make s'mores I knew it was fondue because of the way that you were acting about it you did not because you were like so upset I did not you had no <laughs> idea but <laughs> but then it, it was obviously in hindsight it was an absolute hit it was so thoughtful and so fun and like we had the chocolate it was a vibe but we didn't have that much of it, so we had this huge bowl left over the next day. And what happened was... It turned into, like, icing. Like, brownie fudge chocolate icing. And so I woke up from my nap and came downstairs and saw the bowl and literally just, like, had my fingers in the bowl <laughs> and just was, like, eating it with a spoon. And then I did dip a biscotti. And so I had it, like, smeared, like, all over my face. That was literally the the, the day after it was, like the vibe yeah, yeah. that would oh my god that was so, anyway. so basically i'm an asshole and <laughs> you planned a very special night and we had a great time and it's important to take that time to relax and also know that it takes some time to adjust yeah to feeling relaxed yeah but it's a good feeling i needed that i looked at i looked at this weekend i kept telling kim i was like this is a rehab weekend for me like i totally looked at it like that like I just want to be like, I, I need to like, let my mind rest. What? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. What? Nothing. Well, you don't just die laughing why I'm saying like a rehab weekend and then not like. <laughs> Cause yeah, it was just funny. Cause that is what you wanted. And then it was like, when I was just like, hang out with me. And oh, you were like, yeah. But it was just like funny. Cause like, that was the whole purpose of just yeah. to like have that time. So. No, absolutely. And I think, you know, to the second part of this discussion, which was kind of interesting because when Kim went to bed and I was sitting down there prior to being scared out of my mind, um, <laughs> I was guilty of scrolling on Insta. And one reason I was scrolling is because I did, I don't know, I, I want to see like what other businesses are doing. And like, there's a couple people that we've been following that are starting new businesses. And I kind of like to see like where they're going with their ideas and like, does it trigger any ideas for us to do reels or anything like that on social? And so I was like scrolling through, but what I kept getting was Valentine's Day posts. And I mean, do I just rip the bandaid off well, and go into it or because like? Because I wanted to say, I wanted to start here because this conversation has actually been like percolating for a while. And, you know, one thing that Aaron and I always try to do is. We try to be as real and open and honest as possible. Like, obviously, you can't share every single micro detail of every single thing. Like, that's just not how life works, right? Like, No, we're not going to be in a huge argument, like, during the breakdown and, like, posting about it. Right. Let me get through my thought because I want to, like, get through this because, like, we try to be as transparent as possible. So, 
our, we use our podcast as a way to be able to share more of the behind the scenes stuff, like real stuff that's happening because obviously there's, you can share stuff on Instagram and, and this and that, but I feel like this, like the spoken word is the best way to like really get into stuff. And that's why we love the podcast. And so we, every time we have a podcast episode, that is just really real and really vulnerable like uh the the breakdown one and even last week's the finding friends with traveling and stuff where we're just like having real conversations we always get the most feedback from those Mm -hmm. where people like that resonated with me like I feel the same way too and you know like thank you for like sharing about this and thank you for just being real about it you know and like that is something that that we try to always do and and so it brought up this conversation too of just, you know, people resonate and connect with people's challenges, with people's struggles, of people talking about things that they're going through too and um, and how they're working through it, right? Like we all connect with that. Those stories hit more than when we are or anybody is just like, oh my God, like, you know, I went on this perfect trip and it was so much fun. We're like, traveling the world for a year. Yeah, and like, yes, that stuff is fun and that stuff is inspiring and that stuff is a part of people's stories. There's good stuff and there's stuff that you're struggling and going through. And this conversation, I was talking with somebody about this um, through Messenger and, you know, she was just saying how she's been wanting to share and you know basically just like inspire people and show us people show people what's possible but she's been in a funk and feels like she can't share unless it's from a happy happy place and I was just thinking like it's actually the absolute opposite of that like yeah share from a happy happy place because that's helpful too but honestly, sharing what you're actually going through, sharing what you're actually struggling, what are your challenges, what what are things that are going on in your life, that's where people are more interested in tuning in because they feel connected with that too because they're like, nobody wants to like follow perfect people. Like, Well, nobody is perfect. God, I know, but like a curated version or a fakey well, right. version or this or that. So like, I think that was the whole thing is that when we are vulnerable, and I'll finish this and I'll let you talk. When we are vulnerable, which isn't always the easiest thing to do, even when we're talking with, not even talking on a podcast or on social media, but talking to a friend, a sister, a husband, a friend, whatever, a mom, like it's not always the easiest thing to do to be vulnerable and raw and really share your truth without trying to curate some kind of a story or make, make yourself it, look make it sound a little bit better because you don't want to share the whole, you're willing to share, but you don't want to share the whole truth because then you would just look crazy or then. Mm -hmm. So it's very normal for people to take little things and share what they want and then leave what they think is too much to share to themselves. We don't have that problem. No, I mean, (laughs) no, but it is something that I have to think about too. Like Mm -hmm. when I'm talking to like family and stuff a lot or, um, yeah, like it is something I have I have to be hyper aware of of like no, don't try to make it sound a certain way. Just say what happened. Just share the truth even if it makes me look a little bit crazier or me look like I don't have my shit together or whatever. Like doesn't who cares? It doesn't matter. Like it's the truth. if that's the truth, then that person then has an opportunity to say 
gosh, like I felt like that too. Or like, I didn't even know you were going through that. And like, look, it connects people. The more honest you are, the more raw you are, the more you allow yourself to share openly without those like guards up and without the like curated version you want to share, the more people sink into that and are like, wow, like you, you connect to that. And I think that's such an important message because happy times are great share about them but more so share your truth of what you're going through well i would i would just add one caveat to that right don't try to be uplifting and inspirational and sharing happy things when you feel like shit like share where you're at right and then where you're going with it that's the biggest thing is like yeah i feel like shit this week i you know we were talking about i had a breakdown And I wasn't just staying in that breakdown and just wallowing on this podcast about like all the things that I was like feeling because a lot of that is just emotion coming up. And so getting clear with that, but then showing like how you're moving out of it, because that's what a lot of people want to know as well is like, how did he move out of that? Right? Like I felt this way. What did he do? And even if you don't agree with it, it still shows that somebody else was there with you. And then they got out of it a different way. But hey, I don't know. Maybe that sounds interesting. I I don't agree with the way he got out of that. But you know what? I'm going to try it. But (laughs) it's about sharing your realness about where you're at and not trying to be Mr. Happy Happy when you're feeling Mr. Sadly Sadly. And people feel through that. Like we know when things aren't authentic. We know when people are holding back. We are good bullshit detectors. Naturally. Like you can naturally feel someone's energy right away. Like in a conversation when you're like, I I can't pinpoint it, but I feel like they might be holding back a little bit or holding in something when you're like, I wish that you would just share it all. Like, Mm -hmm. because again, that's where it makes you feel safe even like. You, though, because I think a lot of those people are just, it's a full-out fear of judgment. Of course. Because yes. you're going to think, you oh, my up. God, like, I thought your life was all together, and it's not. And now I'm worried for you. And those people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, everything's great. Like, I'm, you know, and it's like that plays into those insecurities. So I think that's why people pick and choose what they share. Because they're trying to portray themselves in a certain way, whether it be on social or just people that don't even own social media yeah no i'm talking yeah i'm talking about social media and just everyday life and relationships i do want to say though i do think it's important that there is a time and a place to share a journey Mm -hmm. you're going on right or something you're working through or challenges you're experiencing i do think it's very important because you don't want to share from that wound right open wounds wounds. is gabby i think she's the one who says says it okay because if if you are in that moment and you're just super emotional, you haven't processed, you haven't thought things through, you haven't like, you know, figured out what can I learn from this? All of those things that come up when you're going through something. If you're just sharing it on a whim, like the day you were having a breakdown, if you would have just turned on the mic and started spewing, it wouldn't have been productive nor helpful to anybody because you're coming from this insanely emotional place Mm -hmm. That isn't really like you have to process doesn't mean you have to completely be through the journey before you can share it. But you do need to be in a place that you can share from a productive way. Okay, hold on, because I feel like we're just talking when we're talking specifically about 
on a podcast or yeah, I'm not I talking share, about with yeah. a friend. No, I can share or with a you. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. Because obviously we're, when you are super emotional and you're just like, I just need to talk. Like, yes, you're obviously pouring Some people yourself. might have problems with that. But. That's true. I guess some people might have to process a little like, but... But yeah, that's true. I I do like to process kind of how I'm feeling and then I can kind of talk through with other people. Versus me, who I'm one of those people that has to throw a pizza at the wall and see what sticks. Like I just have to get it out so I can hear myself talking. And then unfortunately that Kim and I have had to learn that. And sometimes that's not very productive to her because then she takes on my bullshit. And then like, even if I'm just processing, a lot of this stuff might not even like be the thing that's triggering it, but she's taken on all of those things I've said. And I'm not saying that I'm like bashing her. I'm just like spewing out what, what all the emotions. Yeah. All the emotions coming out and she's just like, Oh my God. Like, but then I'm and, like, but only like a fourth of that was the real thing that was getting me. Right. Yeah. But you, you're somebody who has to walk through the whole process of like, I am going to like, like, like let it all come out and then you work through it and Mm -hmm. then you get to a place where I can be like that too but a lot of times like I'll kind of process and then I'll work through it like that's why having a therapist is great right because that's the person you can spew everything out to and they're going to hold space for you because you have to be able to hold space for somebody that's like an emotional you know just kind of unleashing right but the whole point of like circling back is that if you're using it as so not talking about a, a, a intimate relationship, but talking specifically about if you want to share a post, you want to share an Instagram story, you want to share on a podcast. I do think there's a time and a place to be super raw and being like, I'm going through this and blah, blah, blah. And also kind of giving yourself space to process before you're sharing the journey so that you can come at it with a perspective to add value Right to the journey that you're sharing with other people. But all of that being said, going like sharing the struggles, like even, you know, uh, uh, who am I? Oh, uh, a, a traveler, Kaylee. Shout out to Kaylee. She is a traveler school student. She's become a friend of ours and she started van life as a solo female traveler. She's a stenographer and she travels in her van and it's, it's very easy to be like van life. Like, look at me and my dog, and we're hiking today, and like this look is our we view. Look where we woke up. This is where we woke up. Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a there's a whole curated image that you can create. But she used that platform as a way to really share the struggle she was going through and how it was way more challenging than she thought, and how you know she felt a lot of fear about being alone and being a woman and you know all these different things that came up for her being in in the winter in a van she shared about that and then it's like other people are that allows other people to come into the conversation too of like i feel like that too or like what are your tips for this and you know i feel like it just the realness mm-hmm. of it like makes for an open conversation than trying to pretend that something is happening that it's really not. And that's very easy to do with social media. So 100%. coming back to the social media. Well, and again, I, you know, we talk about Gabby Bernstein all the time. She's like one of our biggest teachers. And, you know, she always says she's one of the best speakers, like live speakers I have ever been able to hear. Yeah. I mean, she's phenomenal. And um, she spends a lot of time, you know, making these talks and, and channeling and just letting it flow. And it's just like, it's it's beautiful if you can go watch her talk in person, um, live or whatever. But she always says that 
she heal or she's she teaches and and talks about things from scars not open wounds things that have like scarred over a little bit to where she's able to process she's not feeling emotionally triggered from these things because when you feel emotionally triggered you're not able to think clearly through these issues but i will say that the one thing that really stuck out to me was she always said like also when you're sharing on social media you're not giving all the gory details right because she always says like i wasn't telling you that i was like sniffing coke off of like the bottom of this table and like, you know, passed out there, you know, all she's not going into all these details. She's like, I struggle with the bloody nose and like people are waking up and going to work and I'm like just coming down and searching for whatever. She's like, I'm not going into that. She's like, I had a drug problem. People were going to work. I was just going to bed. Like she wasn't telling us that she was like, you know, you can lose people with gory Details. Right, how like much you, don't you go in depth. have to right. share every single detail, but what's the point? Right. But then you and I are also detail people. Like, we, we are, share but we also don't, of- I mean, there's also like, like you said, like you leave out certain like details if you're, if, if it, it doesn't, doesn't add, add to the, right, yeah. right, you get the point. And, and so, yeah, like I think when you were looking at the people, so we had this conversation on the way home from the hills, so mm-hmm. we'll just call them the hills. That you were like, I don't know why, but there was just this couple and you couldn't remember who it was. There, like, I saw them on Instagram, which I will say, just as a side note, I am not some, I do not scroll. I am not a scroller. It doesn't add any value to my life. I don't like constantly look at what, you know, scroll, 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 scroll. I will say my thing, like I said earlier, is I like to watch a couple people's Instagram stories. Like, it's fun for me. I enjoy it. I typically do it when I'm having a nice poop. It's just <laughs> a whole vibe. But I don't think that there's a lot of value when you're just scroll, scroll, like value for yourself, like and how you feel mm-hmm. when you're constantly just scroll, 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 looking at what everybody else is doing and whatever. So I just want to like point that out that I don't really think that's a productive thing to do. Well, 100%. And I don't agree with it either. And I don't usually do it. But for some reason, I was on. I know. I'm just saying. And I was scrolling through. And it was all these Valentine's Day posts, right? And again, I just want to preface, like, do you, whatever you feel is right. But I'm just telling you from my point of view, like, I was literally just like, ugh. Like, everything I was reading. It was so curated. And it was so, like, how do I say it in the Jeep? Like, on the way home. Fake. Yeah, like, look at us. Like, look at me. Look at this shiny object. And it just seemed like, who are you really writing that to, right? Are you writing that to your wife, to your girlfriend, to your fiancé, to your partner, to your boyfriend? Are you writing that to them? And if you were, why wouldn't you just put it in a card? I just don't agree with putting that kind of stuff out there in a, hey, look at me, look at us kind of way. That seems very fake and just to try to outdo whatever for the best way written of a beautiful thing for your spouse or whatever. I don't know. Like, I just, it really got me and it led me down the path of just like really saying, I told Kim, I was like, if we didn't build such an amazing community on Facebook, Instagram, and this podcast and YouTube, I would literally have nothing to do with social media. But like we've had so many, we've met so many people and we have such an amazing community that I deeply love that like I feel like it's so valuable. 
but yet I don't like the inner workings of it and the fakeness and the curated and the I don't know. It's just it's disgusting to me. I it's don't know. turned into something very uh, yuck in a lot of ways. I will say too. Something that I do is that I only follow a couple of people's stories. And I think you should always look at what you're consuming and how it makes you feel. So if you're watching someone's stories or you're scrolling or you're whatever, watching TikToks and they make you feel good or inspired or you laugh or you're like, ah, I love them. They're freaking awesome. Like whatever. Like if you're getting those kinds of vibes, great. Like there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but it's when you start to be like, you feel triggered or you start to feel a sense of jealousy. Well, you should ask yourself why, because we're only triggered because of something we want ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's always coming from our own stuff. But also, are you just kind of like yuck with them or like, oh, that seems fakey, sneaky, like then don't follow them. Like don't consume stuff that makes you feel ick. If it yeah. doesn't make you feel good in some kind of a way or entertain you or make you feel, you know, inspired in some way, don't consume it. Unfollow. Like what we consume in our lives and on social is so important because it's constant. It's like just it's all this vibes and energy and, and stuff that we're putting into our our ether, our ether. And so, you know, the thing with social media, too, is like everybody's just sharing their highlight and we all know that, Mm -hmm. right? Like they're showing you what they want you to see, what they want you to know. Um, they're sharing the highlight of their day, the highlight of their trip, the best photo that they got that is completely Photoshopped and fake. Mm -hmm. And then we're comparing ourselves to everybody else's highlight reel. Like nobody is doing an Instagram story under the covers crying because they're upset because they just got in a fight with their spouse. Some people are. Yeah, I guess maybe some people are. It's starting to turn a little bit. Well, and that's where it's like, I love that things are turning because I think we went through the kind of this, these years where everything was very like storyboard and curated and it has to look a perfect way. And, and you know, now I think, and it's like now people are more, you know, like be gritty, be real, show the truth. Like, I love that we're leaning more into that, but we still have all that other stuff going on. And I like, I listened to a podcast say, so we talked about this at dinner tonight, which was also a reason why we wanted to like talk about this on the podcast. Well, can I come in first before you get into that? Yeah. I just want to say too, like I, I did tell Kim, I was like, it's funny because I'm listening to myself and I also don't want to be like one of those old men, right? Like who are like, Oh, look at these kids, like, posting all this fake shit and blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't stand this. And, like, blah, blah. I just, I don't know. I think it's back to what we said about the bullshit monitor. Like, my bullshit monitor was going off, and that's fine. There's no judgment again. It's just, like, I told Kim, I'm choosing just not to do that anymore. Like, I, I want to see real stories, right? I want to see, like, the realness of it. I don't want to see a glorified, like you said, and the majority of the people that were triggering me was, like, these glorified Photoshop pictures of them and then this like crazy story that was literally like didn't even sound real. It sounded like they got it off of a song or something like and maybe that is their truth. God love them like whatever. But I'm just saying for some reason it brought up this whole conversation with Kim and I about how fake social media has gotten and how it's like one upping on the fakeness. And I don't I don't like where it's going. Yeah, I mean, 
I agree. I don't, and you know, uh, Kaylee, another <laughs> talking about your choice on the podcast. Um, she did a Instagram story that said, you know, who's sick of like social media? Like, is it just me? But it almost feels like every, everything I see is like another ad. Oh and I yeah. And I that too. It's just like. There were people like I used to love to watch their Instagram stories because like they're big travelers and I always felt inspired. And now it's like every time it's like I drink athletic greens to, you know, feel my best. And again, there's nothing wrong with having ads or whatever. Like, but when it's every single thing, it's just like it's one ad all the time. And you're just like and every day it's a different ad. And you're just like, holy shit, like I can't keep up like. Can you just show me what you're doing in your life? Like, why is it all about your ads all the time? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to sprinkle in all of it. Like, we talk about our backpacks. We talk about our traveler school. Like, those are things that we created that we love, that we want to share with other people because we know that they'll get value from it. And we also, that's, we earn money from that. Like, that's... It's our ad. Right. But but you, you can't constantly, every day, all day, just be like... You know, I don't know. It just this has turned into a very okay. poo poo on social media. Yeah, but but the it's not a poo poo because I also think that social media is such an powerful. incredible way and a powerful way to build a business to create community. Yes, I mean a hundred percent. Like you used to have to do all this crazy stuff, and like now it's like you can build a community. We have built our community of travelers on social media. So I'm not knocking social media. I think it has a lot of perks and benefits, but I also am very like turned off now by all the fakey, snaky stuff that I see that doesn't feel good. That's the point. Yep. Okay. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's a It's not that social media is bad. No, I never said that. Like I, I literally, like I said, it is the most powerful thing. Yep. Taking it in another step even further, like I love that like people can be seen for their talents that used to like never have a chance, right? If you lived in a small town somewhere, I mean, other than driving yourself out to LA and hustling to try to get yourself in front of people, now you just tell your story on social media and show your talent and boom, like you're able to go somewhere. And be seen. And I, I love that. I love that. But I don't know if you heard what I said. It's not the fact that they're talented. It's the people that really dive in and share their story and connect with people that go far. Oh, 100%. Because there is a shit ton of talented people out there. But you're like, why isn't this person famous? And why, isn't, why is this one? And it's because those people are real. They connect. Right? They share their real life story. Which is why I tell Jimmy all the time, who's freaking talented as hell... To like, you have to say who Jimmy is if you're going to. Jimmy's bring it up. Jimmy's a really good friend of ours back in Florida, and he has like an amazing story. Personally, I'm not here to share his story, but he writes songs and he start. He's created his first label, and it's freaking amazing. And I tell him, bro, get on TikTok, get on social media, and just kind of go through the process of you writing your own songs and where these songs came from, and like people want to hear that, like. They want to connect to that because there's other people out there that feel that journey and you can inspire them through your journey just doing you. Yeah. And that's the beauty of social media I, until it takes fakey road. Right. I, I do think like I used to not be into TikTok at all because I just had this, I don't know, whatever in my head that I felt like it was just like... Girls dancing in bikinis? Yeah. And I'm like, there's, not, there's nothing I like... I'm not interested in that. Like there's no value there for me. I'm not into it. And then... 
Aaron got me into like watching some TikToks and it was like, wow, there's some really talented people. And I love that they're able, like you said, to just like share. They have a platform to share their talents that they normally would never be discovered. Like, I think that's amazing that people can do that. So I'm a huge fan of social media in a lot of ways. But in other ways, you know, I think it's taking just it's just there's also ick stuff. And the podcast that I was listening to today was really um, it was a good podcast. She has her own podcast. It was so I was listening to the Skinny Confidential, which is one of my favorite podcasts. And they were interviewing a girl. Her name was Natasha. Her podcast is called Real Pod, I think. And she was basically saying they were taught they were talking about all about social media and she was saying that you know she used to be somebody who photoshops all of her pictures and does all of this uh every single thing she tweaked all the time and then she finally like got sick of it and was just like you know I'm only doing this because I want people to think I look a certain way and I'm trying to get likes and I'm trying to do this and like she just went kind of the completely opposite direction and, and said I'm only going to share like the realness like no filters nothing but I'm going to show I want other people to know what's really going on because you know and I don't even think about this I guess because I don't do it but that majority of pictures have all been filtered or or, uh and photoshopped in some way like there's apps that you can change the way your body looks like just by doing like a whole thing like you can remove cellulite you can lift your butt you can change the curve of your body you can remove rolls you, like you uh, can compl- on on guys you can add six packs yeah like you can, it's insane you can do all of these things i did not even realize that because i didn't either i've never uh ever photoshopped anything no, no i actually <laughs> just just to show real quick i actually we went to colorado and i tried to like heighten the colors a little bit and kim was like this is disgusting. Remove this. I don't even want this picture. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, because you like really overdid well, it. Because on I don't the know saturation. how to do it. It I was don't... like, so I will. I'll take photos and I'll do. You know, I'll like enhance the color some and that yeah. kind of a thing. But like, I've never changed my face or my body or your face or body. Like, I've just never done that. And you know, they were saying that every single picture because the girl Natasha was saying that there should be. Some kind of a watermark on pictures that are filtered or altered because... Mm, that's good. But then Lauren was like, yeah, but why would you even waste time doing that? Because everybody knows every single picture you see is filtered or altered. Like, there's no real pictures out there anymore. And I was like, wow, God, I didn't even realize that that was just such a known thing. Even though I know people Photoshop or whatever, but I guess I don't really live in that world. And so, I don't know. And, um, because... Because Natasha was saying that if you want to if you want to alter your body with an app or your face, I like the whole Facetune app. You can completely change the way your face looks, and like it's just crazy. But if you want to do all of that, great. But the point is, is that being real about it, like don't pretend mm, that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I eat this pizza and look at me in my bathing suit and I'm eating pizza. I'm so fucking hot. But, like, that's a fake picture, you know? Or, you know, oh, get my meal plan and you're going to look like me because that's an ad that they're sharing about. But, really, they've altered the photo. They have plastic surgery. They have all these other things. They're just not being honest about it. So, it's like if you're going to, you know, like, do this stuff, at least be honest because, 
you know, young girls are, and even older girls, like, I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are, but I feel like especially young people who are, you know, like teenagers and stuff, they're looking at all of these women or, and men, and it's giving a false reality of what's actually real and what's actually obtainable. obtainable. And it's just like crazy to me that people do this kind of stuff and like being just being real about it. And so she had this video that went viral that I actually haven't looked at yet, but I want to. And it's a video that she created that had it started with having all of the filters on. So like how she wanted her body to look and all of it. And as like the beat kicked in, I don't know exactly like she was dancing or something, but each move each filter came off. And so by the end of the video, it was actually what she looked like. And it went viral. It has like 20 plus million views. And it made this huge impact because people, A, didn't realize that I didn't know you could like do a video. Because you think a picture, okay. But a video, the whole you're moving and like you're altered the whole time. So she was just like, this. none of this is real. And I want people to know because... People are looking at everybody's highlights and Photoshop pictures and then comparing themselves saying, I'm not hot enough. I'm, I have cellulite. I'm, you know, I have this role or she's always on a perfect vacation or whatever. And like, it makes you feel bad about your own self and it's not even real life. Right. And I think that's so important for us to remember is like. Well, I think you said too, it's like, if you want to take a gorgeous photo and you want to Photoshop, like being real about it. Like, check out my Photoshop picture, like, or just being real if somebody asks. Like, I guess there's, like, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Like, I I think there's, like, an art form to, like, learning Photoshop and whatever, and, like, I can appreciate it. But, like, don't try to play that, like, if I just added abs on me, like, not trying to be, like, look at, like, my morning routine gives me abs, right? Like, I wouldn't share about that, like... I would just be like, yeah, look at this picture. Like, and then if somebody said something, I'd be like, yeah, I photoshopped it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that seems so crazy, right? Like, saying that out loud, then why would you do it? Why, right, you're doing, right. And, I mean, if I went, and again, this is all, there's lots of people who photoshop. There's lots of people who, you know, do all this stuff with the makeup and the lashes and the hair and the whole thing. And again, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think it's just like, you know, if, if I'm going to get a tummy tuck and a butt lift and my boobs done and then say that it's because I've been working out or something, that's a problem. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's uh, people are like, Oh my gosh, like she can do that and look like that. Like that's like that. No, that's not real. That's not actually what's happening. But I mean, I think this has been going on way before social though. It's not like social media created this. It just made it easier for everyone to do it. Yeah, because what is it? We share pictures, right? And so it's like... But movie like, stars have been doing it for years. Yeah, but it's, it wasn't as accessible. Now it's like we, we're on our phones and we have access to all these pictures and people. Like movie stars, maybe you'd see them in a magazine. And remember, they would have those like... Like a picture of a celebrity from behind, like at the beach, and like, oh, look, she has cellulite, right? And everyone's like, oh my God, right? So it's like, but it would be in like Us Weekly. And that was like, yeah, tabloid. But now it's like, you have all of these images. And I listened to this podcast called Call Her Daddy, and I love her. Like, she's awesome. But she's, she's said like, she's photoshopped pictures plenty of times and whatever. 
Uh, she doesn't always do it, but she does sometimes. And she posted this picture and uh, she didn't like the way her stomach looked and uh, after eating a lot. And, and so she was posting it. So she just went on this app and completely removed, made her stomach like suck in instead of, and, and then posted it. And then one of her friends actually did this like photo dump the next day and it had, so basically she got, they saw the unfiltered one and the filtered one. She got like all this shit for it because she's huge and famous, whatever. So she got a lot of pushback, but it was just like, you know, again, it's just such a, if, if it's just a false interpretation of what's yeah. happening she's like i'm like out eating all this pasta at my favorite pot at carbone which is like this huge like pasta mm. place i'm eating all this pasta and oh my god i ate so much and then you see a picture of her after she's saying that and she looks so hot and her stomach's flat and you're like well i don't look like that after i eat pasta because it's not real and and like i think that's just the point like I've never photoshopped anything i come on i do lives i i don't care i don't wear makeup I, my hair always looks crazy and there, and like, I just feel very comfortable in that. I don't feel like I need to like change anything. If anything, I should probably like do my makeup more and like, like put myself together more and everything is okay. Whatever you decide to do is fine, but like be honest about what you're doing because this whole like Lauren from the Skinny Confidential described it as it's a movie screen. So when you're getting on social media, you're watching somebody else's movie. So they're telling you a story and there's lighting and there's makeup and there's outfits and there's hair and there's and there's filters and there's all of these things. And they're telling you the story that they want you to know and they want you to follow along with the story they created for you to know. And you don't know what's actually going on behind the scenes because they don't show you that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like a really good example of, of social mm-hmm. and yeah. So basically, I mean, I think like just wrapping <laughs> it up it's, in a nutshell, it's like one of those things that like I was triggered by the fakeness. It's the first time I really kind of noticed it, I guess, and enough to like have a thought about it and kind of a feel about it. And I think it was because we were quiet and not really doing anything. And so I don't really even like literally when I get home, my phone goes on the counter and like I, I might check an email or something or a, a message from our manufacturer or whatever. But try to stay away from my phone almost to a default. Um, but like, you know, social is, is beautiful, but it's also skanky and ugly. And I think everybody knows that. I think we're seeing that in modern, modern times, like the algorithms, what they're pumping out to you, how much control they have. Like there's a lot of things about it. Right. And there's just like anything good. If you do anything good too much, then it can become poison, right? Right. So, like, it's just, like, how you're controlling it. But I think the biggest point that I wanted to share in this whole thing was, like, after you had that conversation on Messenger of just, like, I only want to share when I'm happy. I want to inspire when I'm happy. But, like, being able to inspire through where you're at and what you're going through and being raw and real. And hopefully that kind of movement will overtake this fake persona watch my movie that you'll never really know the truth of. Yeah. I, I hope the realness comes out. I I think it is. And I think just the takeaways are <laughs> to don't be afraid to share your truth because your truth is what resonates with other people. Period. Yeah. End of story. Don't be afraid of it. If anything. Embrace it. Yeah. Go after it. Yeah. 
because people like hearing other people's stories. Like even like we listened to um, a podcast called How I Built This. And you want to hear the journey. Like, I'm more interested in the struggles, the challenges. How did they overcome that? What did they do? How did they get through it? Like, you, you never hear one story on that podcast that everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. And Look at me. I'm a multimillionaire. Just one step after another. And, oh, my gosh, my life is perfect. And my journey was perfect. Like, nobody gives a fuck. And no one wants to hear that. And there's no stories like that on that podcast ever. Like, because- if, if that story does come out. He actually will not air it because he actually, that's his persona. You have to be vulnerable and share your difficulties and you have to talk about if you get difficult press, like you have to talk about that story or else you don't fit in that podcast. Right. Because people want to hear the realness. Why? Because when we hear somebody talk about one of their challenges while they're building a business, we look at each other like, damn, okay, we're not alone. Like this other people feel this. Yeah. I'm not just a bad business dude. We're not idiots. (laughs) Like, you know, it makes you feel better about yourself and so be real, embrace your realness, and also look at what you're consuming. How does it make you feel? I think that's really important. If it doesn't make you feel good, unfollow. Don't watch it, period. Like, it's so important to be aware of how you feel when you consume other people's stuff. If I'm triggered, first I ask myself why, because it's me. Why am I triggered? I go through that, and then um, I'll decide whether I want to keep following them or if I need to take a break for whatever yep. reason. And then lastly, um, just remembering, I think the whole point of talking about all of this was just remembering that, you know, don't compare yourself to anyone else because it's always the, the, the highlight reel, what Mm -hmm. they want you to know. You have really no idea what's happening behind closed doors. And so just keep focusing on you and sharing your truth. And the more we all share our truth and our real journey, the more it allows other people space and comfort knowing that they can do it too. Well, and I think on that lesson, it's something that you've always said to me and it's really registered is you cannot compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10. And I think that's like huge because I, I can, I get into that where I like see people that I've been following for a long time and like, I'll see where they're at and I'm like looking at myself and like blah, blah, blah. And like, but again, I only see a curated version of what is on social. So it looks like this hop and a skip and boom, there they are. But like they've gone through these steps and I don't know what they've went through. I don't know like all those little details. So comparing myself business wise to these other people is not healthy to me. And I also don't know what happened in between those chapters. Yeah, exactly. And no matter what, even when people are being real, right? Quote unquote real. It's still a curated story. It's still what they want you to know. Right. Unless you're on a reality show and you have cameras. That's, oh, come on. That's even I mean, curated. even that's, yeah. That's edited and curated. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying, like, unless it's being captured in real fucking time. Right. Like, you're never getting the full story. Yeah. And let's all just freaking know that and stop comparing ourselves and, yeah, and start... What, what is that? Oh, the you know, the real world? Like, remember the real world on MTV? It was like, it says something, something, and then, and start getting real. The real world. So there I, you go. I didn't know that. Oh, what's the tagline? I don't know. Anyways. Um, so, that's, that's the jam. That's what we wanted to talk about. I'm getting, oh, Mimi's like literally scratching at the door. 
I'm heading to Florida tomorrow, so I will be gone. Yeah, it sucks. I know. I'm kind of... It's my first time being just like all by my lonesome for a long time. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week when we get back. So this will air when I'm in Florida. And yeah, we'd love to know what you guys think. We love hearing from you when you reach out and let us know what you think about the podcast. It always means a lot to us because it keeps us going and lets us know like what we're saying is resonating or... You give a freak, you know? And so, make sure... Even to, if you disagree. Even you if like you to hear disagree. that, too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Good point, G. Um, so, follow us at Kim and Aaron G. DM us. Let us know what you think of the pod. And with that... Oh, and make sure to follow to... We're going to be sharing a coupon code next Thursday for the launch of Traveler School. So, if you're interested in that, now is the time to take the leap into that. And without further ado, we'll see you next week. Okay, you wouldn't say without further ado. You would no, say that makes like, no sense. Because that's usually like, let's get into it. Yeah. Without further well, ado. Well, you could do your cool, like, bleep, 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 that's all, folks. Oh, I'm really good at the Looney Tunes. Yeah, you should do it. Bleep, 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 Okay, you guys be the judge if that was good <laughs> or not. Okay? Aaron doesn't like my Looney Tunes impressions. And that's I, not what it is, though. It's that, bleep, bleep, bleep. There was nothing more spot on than but that. Buddy, 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 dash out, folks. Why don't you give him a whoosh, whoosh. Oh, you've gotten uh, good at that. That's that? not fair. Aaron says whoopa. That's what you do, whoopa. I used to. You, you were so serious, and it's very Chandler, whoopa. You're holding over my head. What whoosh. happened like 14 years yeah. ago? Anyway, that is very Chandler Bang. Whoopa. I've evolved. Yeah. All right, we will see you next week. Have a beautiful week, my friends. Stay trap-sessed, my friends. I just came up with that, by the way, and I love it. Yeah. Stay trap-sessed. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye.